Hello and welcome to the Wildscape Podcast, sharing tales of stepping into the unknown to create more art, beauty, and magic in your life. I'm your host, Gail Conrad, and today you're listening to Shock Yourself. Have you ever wondered why we wait for a big shock, usually of the scary disaster kind, to make a change? I remember being awakened many years ago in New York. It's 6 a.m. and I hear a loud banging on the front door of my building on Bleecker Street. And I'm thinking, what's going on? And then I hear someone yell, open up, it's the FBI. And I think, sure, right, this can't be the FBI. So I immediately pick up the phone to dial 911 until suddenly I hear the front door break down as if someone's using an axe. And then I hear again, open up, it's the FBI. And, well, now I'm beginning to believe it might be true. For I hear them starting in on the middle door to our little three-story building, and they're using the axe again. So I run to open the door before they can break that one down, too, and it is them, the FBI. And someone puts a gun to my head. Now, perhaps I've lived a very sheltered life because I never had that happen before. All I can say is the upshot of this story is that they made a mistake. And when they realize this and after they leave hours later, the rest of the day is a blur. I find myself doing all kinds of strange things that I don't normally do. I even go to this weird audition. And I wasn't going to auditions then. I had a company of my own. But I walk around as if the ground is made of eggshells. And I realize how quickly everything could change. In a blink. Perhaps it's that thought that makes me feel differently about a project that I've been toying with, but up to then, putting off for another day. For a few days later, I think, I can't wait, let me do it. And that's what happens. I start on that new project, that day. But you know how we recover from shocks. Sometimes we want to forget them, and sometimes their effect fades away as ordinary life returns. I think that some of my deepest realizations from that day stay with me, but they go a bit undercover until a number of years later. They're triggered again. This time, I cause it, not the FBI. And here's what's happening. I'm building a nine-foot-high dome in the same little building in New York City. And this dome is a prototype for a theatrical show and it has a very immersive, interactive environment. The show's about a detective lured to a virtual nightclub. My idea is that its environment morphs and activates, like an electronic pinball game. And in case you don't remember, or you're not old enough to remember those old pinball machines, well, playing them had a touch of magic. They were fun. You put in a coin, and a silver ball comes out. Then you operate a lever that hits the ball, and as it shoots out and ping-pongs all over the sides of the machine, it activates an explosion of crazy sound and light, and all these things pop out. The cool thing is, each game has its own surprise. So I want this dome that I'm building, this prototype, to activate like an electronic pinball game, only instead of using physical silver balls... 
I'm using projections, and I'm shooting light balls, what looks like giant balls of light that rocket out and rebound against the sides of the dome until, bang, they cause an explosion. And that's when there's a reveal, a surprise, and the entire dome appears to shapeshift and come to life. Will the word surprise, reveal, and come to life are key? For what I want to talk about next, for this prototype was fun, but I will admit, it remained a prototype. I love creating the dome, but what I fall in love with, the real magic, are those shooting light balls. I can't stop playing with them. I keep turning on the projector and shooting them around until I realize with a flash that I care about those light balls more than the story, even more than doing the theatrical show. So, I go on to develop and do a different project, and it's the right choice for me then. But still, I can't get those light balls out of my head. And here's what happens. Instead of a ball of light activating an environment, I begin to imagine what I'd do if a light ball hit me. I start to picture a light ball hitting me like a bolt of lightning or a meteor shower coming down on me, and I start thinking... What would I do if a light ball hits me? What would this trigger or inspire in me? What might be the surprise, maybe the action that I take? So I start playing my own version of a pinball game, but I change it. I literally start saying to myself, or even sometimes writing this down, a light ball hits me today and I... And I'd fill in the blank, see what action or thought or image pops up. And often what pops up, well, it's a surprise, like a flash. I get an idea or clarity about something, or suddenly I know there's just one thing that I should do right away. And I start to see how the whole idea of using a light ball hitting me, saying these words and really imagining this action, can be a way for me to surprise or shock myself. I don't have to wait for some outside event to cause me to make a change. Now in case this sounds too sci-fi or weird, or you might be thinking somewhat cynically, shooting light balls that hit me? A flash? Yeah, right. Well, what if nothing hits me at all? Well, okay, I get it. Here's where the game part comes in. For even though there's no winning or losing here, the biggest part is, like any game, you've got to be in the mood. You've got to be in the mood to play. You know, sort of the way kids run out to play when they don't know what they're going to do or what they're going to say. When you play this light ball game, it's the same for you, and it's easy to set up. You just need to take a moment when you're alone or even a short time out. Then say, either to yourself or aloud, a light ball hits me today and I... And you fill in the blank. See what pops out. It can be a word, an image, or an idea... And there's just three rules. Rule number one, keep your words and your thoughts in the present, meaning it's not, a light bulb hits me tomorrow, or will hit, or, well, maybe next week, and then I'll, you get the idea. Rule number two, don't force 
anything. And especially, don't try and second guess what you'll come up with. Give it a light touch. Let this be your reveal, your surprise to yourself. Anyway, you can't force it. It doesn't work. Just like you can't force a child to play. So if for whatever reason you're not in the mood, no problem. Just try it another time. But most important, rule number three. Whatever pops up, a thought, a solution, or an idea, and if you resonate with it, meaning it feels like, yes, of course, or I'd love to, or it's really an aha moment, and of course, it does no harm to you or anyone or to anything else, well, then I urge you, act on it, and don't wait another day. You might have something on your bucket list, but the thing about bucket lists is it's still in the bucket. Here you act now. And try not to underestimate what appears to be the small stuff. For example, one time after I played with this, I signed up for a workshop, one that I had never intended to take. Well, the workshop was indeed not that great, but that was how I met my next collaborator. We worked together for the next three to four years. So see what pops up for you. You might get a jolt, a shock. Something that takes you out of your normal mindset, or even something that takes your breath away. And the best part is, no one else does this to you. You give this to yourself. And now I confess, I first began working on this podcast a while back. I was writing this in a mood of whimsy. The whole idea being that playing with light balls was a way to trigger a change, but to do it with total fun. But here we are in the middle of a pandemic. People are out of work, isolated and dying. How do we think about this now? The whole idea of a light ball is that we shock ourselves, that we take charge of making the change. The irony here is that we are already being profoundly shocked shaken and turned upside down. Still, how do we take action? None the same. For even while we're sitting, self-isolating at home and feeling like it's not safe to go out for something invisible might take our life away. Even when the world feels like it stopped, what do you do when a light ball hits you today? Actually, for me, That thought gets pretty interesting, for there's always some impact that we can make. No one can give that answer to another, so I invite you to try it. Ask yourself, a light ball hits you. What do you do? Then even after the worst of this pandemic is over and you're out of your house again, hanging out in coffee shops or enjoying a nice meal or a glass of wine with friends, I urge you to keep on experimenting. Play with it. And since I keep on using the words play with it, here's one last thought that comes to me now. As we're all in this together, and it's a global tipping point, perhaps picture a light bulb that hits and inspires us all. You could make it a contact sport. It could act like a touch of magic. Is this crazy in the middle of a pandemic? I say, not at all. Thank you.
I'm Gail Conrad, your host of the Wildscape podcast, and I'm so glad to connect with you today. The intro music you heard is by Chip Barrow. And if you'd like to check out my other podcasts, or if you'd like to contact me directly, go to www.wildscapecoaching.com. That's Wildscape Coaching, W-I-L-D-S-C-A-P-E, coaching.com. And I look forward to the next time we connect. Bye for now.